even after the loss to Miami, I still feel confident the Aggies are going to succeed in SEC play. You are locked on Aggies. Your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome on in to Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. You know, I think people are have been a little, little quick to press the panic button after the loss to Miami. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like it wasn't painful. It wasn't ugly, and there wasn't a lot that has to get better if Texas A&M wants to have a successful season on the gridiron this year. But what I will tell you is this. I think the Aggies have one thing going for them that I haven't heard discussed a whole bunch. You know what that is? The SEC is down. If you, if you all disagree, y'all are welcome to let me know. But, I mean, I've now, it's one of those things where maybe LA, maybe Florida State was just really good and LSU is not that bad, but they, but I mean, I was I was unimpressed with LSU. I was uh, you know I was I was unimpressed with Tennessee and what they did. I I've been unimpressed with South Carolina, Ole Miss. You know, goes to Tulane, a good Tulane team, but still, I mean, good comeback. But uh, I mean, Pratt wasn't out there for Tulane, and I wasn't crazy impressed. I was unimpressed with what Bama did against Texas. Wasn't impressed with what Auburn did against Cal. I mean. You look at this SEC schedule, I think that, I guess my argument before we kind of break down this schedule and talk about games and how I feel about them and, and, and different stuff like that, the first thing I want to comment on is this. I, I think that 9-3 and three is still 100% on the table. 9-3, and three, so you're going to obviously, you're going you're gonna to be 3-1 and one in conference play. So that means if you go 6-2 and two in SEC play, you're 9-3. and three. Yeah. So, you know, the way I look at that is, you, you, you have to win a couple games you're maybe not supposed to. You know, maybe beat Bama and lose to Tennessee and LSU or beat Tennessee and lose to LSU and Bama. You know, you have to find a way to win a game you're maybe not supposed to, and you have to win that Ole Miss game that I, I, I think technically is a game you're not supposed to win, but I still, I just, I'm not sold on Ole Miss. So, I mean, let's do it. Let's just run through this schedule and talk about some of these teams and what I've seen. Um. So, I mean, you start off with Auburn coming up. You Obviously, the Aggies play Louisiana Monroe this week. We're going to talk a little bit about some players that stand out on paper to me for Louisiana Monroe here in segment two. And then in segment three today, I got to talk to Coach Fisher on a teleconference yesterday, and I got some quotes from that. We'll talk about that in segment three. A lot of good information from Coach. Um, so, Auburn. I've watched both Auburn games. I know a lot about the Auburn football team, and I, I just I'm unimpressed with them, frankly. They they're indecisive about who their quarterback is. They keep switching back and forth. I think the defense is solid, but I don't think they're going to be able to score points. And I think that the Aggies are going to be able to score points on the Auburn Tigers because I think their defense is good, is is pretty good, not outstanding, and I think their offense is mediocre. So I think the Aggies take care of business against Auburn pretty 
pretty easy. I mean, I, you don't want to say easily because it's an SEC game. It's the SEC opener. Uh, so, you know, I don't want to come out here and say I think the Aggies win this one easy. You know, no, no, nothing at all. But, I mean, I just I don't think it's going to be too difficult of a game for, for Texas A&M to win. Um, you know, I, I, and I, like I said, I think that the, uh, the Auburn Tigers have two quarterbacks they rotate through. They have their, their throwing guy, Peyton Thorne, and their running guy, Robbie Ashford. And I don't think you're going to see, and, you know, I, I heard um, while I was on the teleconference yesterday asking Jimbo a couple questions, I, I heard Coach Freeze talking. He was talking about how, like, they're indecisive about how, if they want to keep doing the two quarterback system. And I just think there's something about, I don't think they know what they're doing, you know, right now. I think that there's a lot of question marks with that team. I think Auburn will be back in the future, but not right now. And I think, I think the Aggies start SEC play one and zero, get back to their winning ways um, and beat the Auburn Tigers and get revenge for that game last year in Auburn. That was ugly. Then Arkansas is next. This is another game. I mean, Arkansas, they beat Kent State 28-6 last week. I mean, I, I, I just. Um, I thought Jefferson looked good in their in their season open last week. I wasn't all that you know impressed. He was 13 for 19, 136, two touchdowns. He was fine. Um, you know, I mean, I think he's a good quarterback, but I've talked about KJ Jefferson. I am just not the, you know, I think he's I, I think he's overrated. I think he's a little bit overhyped. Um, and I like him. I like KJ Jefferson. I, I talked to him at Media Days both years. I, I he's a great guy. I like KJ Jefferson a ton, but I just am not the biggest believer, you know, in his ability. So you know, that's that's my take on the matter. Um, Arkansas has done a good job limiting the run early. Coach Pittman was talking about that on the teleconference yesterday, um, and. You know, I think that they're going to continue to do that. So I think you're going to have to be able to beat the Razorbacks with balance, um, a balanced rushing and, and passing attack. And I think the offensive line is going to have to get a push. But once again, this is a game. I just I think that they're going to beat Arkansas. I think the Aggies are better. I think that I think Miami. I think you know. I'll t I'll tell you this. This is the way I kind of break this down. I I think that there's some teams that you you know you have to play the perfect game to beat. I think that the Aggies did not play well against Miami. Well, I mean, frankly, I don't, I mean, you know, I, I say I think. I don't think I know that. We all watched the game. Y'all watched the game. We know that. The Aggies did not play a good football game against Miami. Miami played a really good game. And, and Miami's a team I don't think you're going to be able to beat. You're not going to be able to skate by and beat. Arkansas is a team that I think the Aggies might be able to just kind of, you know, if they don't play their best game, I think they can still beat. Um I'm just not all that impressed. I really am not all that impressed. So I could be wrong there. I mean, KJ Jefferson, I'm not trying to knock the young man. I just, I'm not the biggest believer in his ability. Um, like he's a great person, great guy, really good guy. But, you know, that's my thoughts there. Um, so I, I do, I think the Aggie start SEC play two and oh. And then, and then you got Bama. I was, I mean, I'll I, I tell you what. I don't know what it is with Bam. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if if uh, other schools are just kind of catching up. You know, George is obviously caught up. Is is, is Texas catching up? Uh, I don't know. But I'll tell. You, I was really unimpressed with Alabama. You know, I mean, I just one thing I was kind of thinking about recently is, I mean, think about the like receivers. Now I know I know Bama had Gibbs last year. 
um, who went on to play for the Lions. I'm playing him in fantasy this week, so let's hope from a not hope for a not great game from Gibbs. But um, you know, the wide receivers since that that class of Judy and Waddle and uh, Rugs and, and you know all those receivers since all those guys left and uh, and Devonta Smith since all those guys left, it's like. I don't think the receivers have been all that great. I mean, I know you got Burton, but like, I mean, Burton isn't in Mechie, but I mean, in Mechie, I mean, I think Mechie's a good receiver, but they're not Waddle, you know, they're not Rugs, they're not Devonta Smith. So I, I, um, uh, or Judy, you know, I just don't, I, I think Bama's, it's, it's, point is, I think it's weird that they haven't had these, these great receivers that they've had throughout the years. I mean, think about the great receivers that have come through the walk through the halls of, of Alabama, but, so this is a game, you know. I I I, I was unimpressed with Alabama. It's still Alabama. Now that, listen, I'm not saying that we're gonna we're gonna blow them out. We're, we're gonna win by 40. I do want to preface before we talk about the Tennessee game. I think the Aggies win one of those two games, Bama at home or Tennessee in Knoxville. I think the Aggies win one of those two games. I do. I um, I am under, I was not very impressed with both of them. I mean, to be honest with you, and I hate to say it, being you know the SEC homer I am, but I mean. I mean, even Georgia hasn't been all that crazy impressive to me this year. I, I think the SEC isn't ha- isn't going to have its best season this year. Now, will they still win the national championship? I, I'm sure. You know what I mean? I, it's the SEC, but I, 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 I've been a little disappointed with the SEC as a whole this year. So I think the, the Aggies are going to beat Bama or Tennessee, one or the other. I still lean Bama at home. Just because, frankly, I think Bama and Tennessee are, are very similar, you know, skill-wise. When I say that, obviously, blue-chip ratio-wise, Bama has a much better football team. But what I've seen two games in from t- Bama and Tennessee, I think they're pretty evenly matched football teams. And um, and I, so I lean towards – I always lean towards the home game. I think that if I had to pick a game the Aggies are going to win, it's going to be the Bama game. Um, and then the Tennessee game, like I said, I think they go one and two in those games. Uh, so – you know, it's hard to predict which one it'll be. I think it'll be Bama because it's at home, but it could be Tennessee as well. Um, South Carolina, I was not impressed with their showing against North Carolina. Um, Drake May is a good quarterback. I get that, but I was, you know, I just, well, I, South Carolina, I thought they were going to come out and fight a little bit more than that. I was a little disappointed in that. So this is a game I do. I think the Aggies take care of business there. I, I, I'm not I'm not too concerned about that ball game, frankly. Um, Ole Miss. You know, this is an interesting one. I I think Ole Miss is a little bit better. You know, people were, were, were so the hype for Ole Miss was here. My where I had them was here, and I think that where they're at's about here. Sorry, I, I'm doing visuals. So those of you watching on those of you that are watching on podcast platforms, I'll explain it like this. You know, I think Ole Miss was a hyped up team. I didn't see the hype. I think they're below the hype that national media had them at, but above the hype I had them at. So. You know, Ole Miss is a good football team. I don't think you're going to walk in to Oxford and beat them by 50 points. They're a good team. It's going to be that's going to be a tough game to win. But I do think the Aggies win that one. I think you're going to have to do. I mean, and here's the deal. I've talked about it. All of these predictions I'm making, I should have prefaced this, but I'll say it now. I mean, changes have to be made. If the Aggies aren't getting any pressure, Coach Durkin isn't sending any any, any blitzes or any rushes or anything like that. You know, I. To heck with all these predictions. I think the Aggies are going to struggle mightily. A lot of these predictions are based on making the changes that I'm hoping and praying are made this season. And I mean, I'm a believer in the, you know, you should be able to watch game film and go, wow, 
Van Dyke threw for 752 million yards against us, and we got no pressure on him. Maybe we should send more guys after him. You know, and I, I mean, I do think Coach Durkin, I mean, I know it might not seem like it, but he, he knows what he's doing. He's a, a football coach. He's a, a defensive coordinator in SEC school. He knows what the heck he's doing. He needs to figure this stuff out, and I, I, I'm, I'm still banking on him doing that. And if he doesn't, and, you know, we'll, we'll have an updated look at the SEC schedule after the Auburn game if he doesn't and it, and it looks rough. Um, but I think that the Aggies beat Ole Miss. I think the Aggies beat Mississippi State. And then LSU, I think I still think the Aggies dropped that game on the road at LSU, but I do think that game is much more winnable now than it was, you know, a month ago or before the before the FSU game, just because I, I was really high on LSU and they kind of thoroughly disappointed me. So I mean, like I say, I still think the Aggies, and, and, and so this is this is where we have to manage our expectations. Um, as fans, you know, and, and stay behind this team. And this is one thing I've been I've been hitting hard all week. Um, I mean, going into the year, we talked about I, I, I'd take nine and three with a with a uh, uh, maybe a New Year's Six bowl win or a good bowl win. Heck yeah, I would. If you go six and two in conference play, and then obviously three and one in non conference with the loss to Miami and the wins over New Mexico, you've already beaten Louis Zimmer and then Abilene Christian coming up in a few in a month in a few months, but um. I mean, I would take nine and three with a with, with a bowl win, you know. So a ten and three, I'll take that all day long. I, I I get that that loss was frustrating, but I've still talked about one thing. I I've laid this position out early that I think this twenty twenty four season could be special if everybody sticks around, Coach Petrino sticks around, and you see the improvements that we want to see now. Well, well, maybe while I feel better about 2024 with a new defensive coordinator, maybe I'm going to give Coach Durkin the benefit of the doubt for a few more games, but but maybe. So what I'm saying is I just want to see a lot of improvement this week and a fun season. If you could just be like in the mix of SEC play, in the conversation to win the West for, you know, five, six, seven games, I think that would bring fans some enjoyment and give people a lot of confidence for next year. So if you go nine and three, six and two in conference play, um, which I do still think is on the table, um, so, you know, I do still things on the table. I, I still feel good about this team and, and, and what this means going forward. So let me know in the comments who, uh, what, how, what, what the Aggies record is going to be in SEC play. How many games did Texas a and win? Did they win six in SEC play? Did they win five? Did they win seven? Um, let me know how many games the Aggies win in the comments. I have laid my claim. I think they still go six and two, even with the painful loss to Miami. I'm going to talk about the players that we need to watch out for on Louisiana Monroe's team coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs is one of the best services. I mean, there really is. It's a free service where you can go find candidates. If you're uh, fresh out of college, you're looking for a job, LinkedIn's going to help you help hook you up with employers. If you're an employer looking for, um, I was say students looking for talent to come and work for your company, LinkedIn's going to give you a pool of all of these talented candidates for these jobs. It is the best place. 
to find a job or to find someone looking for a job. It's a win-win for everybody. And the best part about it, it's free. You have got to go check out, link, check out LinkedIn if you don't already have it. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. So, looking at the different players for Louisiana Monroe and who did Texas a need to be a little concerned about, who we need to be paying attention to, there's some good players on this football team. You know, I watched a little bit of film and, and got to know this team more um, as we head into the game. Coach Fisher talked a little bit about it on the teleconference I was on yesterday. But um, the first player that stood out on tape was Tyrone Howell, six foot three, two hundred and four pound wide receiver. That is a big guy, big wide receiver. So far through two ball games, thirteen receptions, one hundred and thirty two yards, and a touchdown. Which you know. You know, you divide that. That's not all a crazy amount of yards per game. But you have to remember that this Louisiana Monroe football team does not throw the ball a ton. They, you know, they they well they do. Let me rephrase it. They throw the ball a ton, and it's not very successful. So I and, and what I saw, it's more quarterback play than it is receiver play. Um, Howell's a good player. I saw him open, and I, you know, I, I think that whoever's whoever's on him, whether it's DeBerry, whether it's Treek Chappelle, whoever's on him, they need to lock him down. So good player. You got to make sure that you're paying attention to him. Um, James Smith, the defensive lineman, six foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds, has two and a half sacks thus far on the year. You can't let him through. You can't let him in the backfield. Offensive line needs to do a good job blocking him, keeping him away from from Connor Wigman and the running backs. Keep him away. Hunter Smith, the running back. They have two talented running backs. Both of them averaging a high yards per carry number. Hunter Smith, 20 carries, 204 yards, and two touchdowns on the season. And then Isaiah Woolyard, 24 carries, 169 yards on the season. Both of these guys, high yards per carry, um, good-looking running backs. I mean, good, you know, they, they good shifty, good players. I mean, this I'll tell you one thing. You play these football teams, and you expect, okay, you know, nothing crazy here. And then you watch the film, and you're like, man, these guys can – I mean, these guys are good football players, which it's Division One football, I get it. I'm not saying that I was expecting them not to be good football players, but, it, you know, it's just it, – these are good – this is a good football team. So um, the Aggies need to go out there and play their game. Then you got Aiden Huntington – Six foot one, 281 pound defensive lineman, 18 tackles and 0.5 sacks. That's a lot of tackles for a defensive lineman through two games. I mean, you know, you don't always see numbers quite like that. So, um, in tape on him is impressive. And then the quarterback, Hunter Herring, he didn't start the year as a starter. Their starter made it like three quarters and got benched for this guy. And I mean, Herring's numbers aren't good. The passer rating, whatever we call it in college compared to NFL, QB, QBRs, NFL, but um, the numbers aren't great there. But he is, he's a big guy, six foot four, 228 pounds. He can run the rock. Um, he, and he, he throws a crisp football. So I think that Louisiana Monroe's season with this guy, you know, call him, I mean, um, as the signal caller, I think that you're going to see it be, I think their season might turn around a little bit with this guy playing quarterback i've been impressed with him um and it, like i say if if for some reason if they throw their old quarterback back out there or anything like that i've i, I did like 
a ton of research to make sure. So Herring came in in the fourth quarter of the first game of the season and then played the second game. So if something, if the other guy mixes in and out, I would have no idea why that is. But I looked I because I wanted to confirm that this guy's getting a nod this week and couldn't find anything about it. So Herring is the guy that at every uh, everything I know and all the research I've done, Herring is going to start against the Aggies. Um, but he didn't start the season as the guy. So Louisiana Monroe is a good football team, ladies and gentlemen. Do not look past this team. Um, I think this gives you a good opportunity to um, – I think they're going to be a little bit better than New Mexico. I think it's going to give the Aggies a good opportunity to get themselves right before SEC play begins, before the Auburn Tigers head to town. I think it gives you the opportunity to work on some things, to get better uh, before you know one of your bigger games of the year when the – Auburn Tigers come to town. So you need to you need to play your game. You need to play well. You need to work on some stuff, get to the quarterback, and go win this football game, win it big. I want to see the offense look good. I want to see balance. I want to see – I'd love to – I mean, it would make my day to see four sacks or to see five sacks. I mean, I mean please. just I mean, that would just make my dang day if the Aggies were to go sack this guy a ton. And, and what does it mean? It's not a ton because obviously – this isn't an SEC team, but it still would give me confidence that they're getting some pressure, and maybe they can get some pressure against some SEC opponents. So that is the Louisiana Monroe team. I've seen a, a better team than New Mexico, I believe. So we're going to have to see a good a good ball game from the Aggies and go work out some stuff and get ready to rock and roll for the Auburn Tigers coming up in two weeks. I was on a SEC teleconference and was able to ask Coach Fisher a few questions about some of the freshmen and what he's seen from Connor Wigman thus far. I'm going to go through that coming up right here Unlocked on Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about my friends over at FanDuel. Get ready for the first NFL season Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel. Not the first NFL season. That would be crazy. <laughs> America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and, and you can bet on everything from spreads, player props, and even more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So this SEC teleconference thing, this is really cool. Um, it's basically like a phone call where the different media outlets um, were, are able to hop on and ask coaches a question. And there were not a lot of people on there. Because when I went to ask Coach Fisher a question, I was like, you know, you dial the number, and I was the first, I was like the first one to get to ask my question, which is great. Um, and I'm going to start doing that every week. And what I'm going to do, I think this will be great for the show. I'm really, I'm really happy I found this. Um, I got an email about it, and um, but I am going to look next week. The Aggies play Auburn. I'm going to, you know, ask Coach Freeze some questions about Auburn. I mean, about about Texas A&M, and then I'm going to ask Coach. Fisher some questions about Auburn so we can kind of get a feel for the matchup and it'll be great. And we'll talk about that on the show. Those teleconferences are on Wednesday. So we'll have that on Thursdays locked on Aggies. That'll be a lot of fun. 
and we'll make that a, a weekly thing going forward. I'll be able to ask all the different SEC coaches some questions about Texas A&M and Coach Fisher about the other SEC schools. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun thing we're gonna start doing. But the first question I asked Coach Fisher was about was, you know, Connor Brigman, and I basically worded it. I said, you know, Coach, obviously not the result you wanted on Saturday, but I think a lot of people were impressed with Connor Brigman, the fight he has, the ability he has. And people were starting to gain confidence for how good this young man can be, you know, myself included. And Coach Fisher was, I mean, all he could do was just rag on how good Connor Brigman's played this year um, and how talented he is. He's a good and one thing I loved hearing, and Anaya Smith said this actually in another in a, in in uh, on at the podium for Texan and media, but he was talking about how you know um, Connor Brigman's a great leader, which that stands out to me. I mean, he's a sophomore, he's a young guy on this team. It's not easy to be a leader as a sophomore. So knowing that Connor Wigman is a leader on this team is really cool to see. Coach Fisher reiterated that. Nia Smith reiterated that. So that's really cool to see. But, I mean, all Coach Fisher had to say about Connor Wigman was how good he is, how talented he is. Um, and I think it was really cool to get get to hear him, you know, talk about talk about his quarterback and 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 gas up his quarterback a little bit. So that was that was cool to see. And then I asked him about his thoughts on some of the true freshmen that have gotten to play a lot of snaps. York, DeSantis. Ruben Owens. Um, and you know, I kind of and, and it's funny because I kind of wanted to ask him, like, are we gonna see more DJ Hicks? And I ended up not not pulling the trigger on that question. But um, he just talked about how mature those three are, Ruben, Owens, York, and Chase Basantis. He talked about, you know, he's just he thinks that they're they're developing really well. He kind of gave a shout out to their position coaches for how well the these guys have developed early on in their Texas AM career, early on in their college football career. So he had a lot of positive things to say. I mean, in, in, on Basantis, he said, and it's something I say on the show here a ton, but it's not easy to come in to play SEC football as a true freshman. And Basantis has done that. He's graded that well on PFF. He's done a good job. Um, so I'm really excited about the future of him playing college football for the Aggies. But, it, you know, it was good to hear Coach Fisher talk some positives about his quarterback and some of his young freshmen. So that was great to hear. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Aggies. The we will have our reaction show to the game against Louisiana Monroe coming out Sunday morning. I'll be in the press box at a game that I'm going to be covering, so I'm going to be out of pocket after the game ends. So we will have the reaction show Sunday morning. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun to break down the game, talk about what we need to see, what we need to see going forward. And then next week's going to be a lot of fun over here on Locked On Aggies. We're going to have Zach Blacker be host of Locked On Auburn. One of my good buddies, mentor of mine, it will be over here, and we'll get to chop it up and talk about this football game. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. Thank you all so much for tuning in every day. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the football game, and we will react to the Aggies' victory over the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks or Skyhawks or whatever they're called on Sunday. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will. See you on Sunday.